Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey, IAs, welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. I'm your host, Chris Stanley, and today I'm joined by another IAPath graduate, Chad Burnett. Now, Chad, how long ago did you graduate the program, and, and where are you out of, and, and where are you coming from? Hey, Chris, first of all, uh, I'm giving to give you, start off with a big thank you to you and all of IAPath. Everybody, I can't even name all the names, Brad Vancher, Kobe, everybody, just say, you guys have been phenomenal for me, but I graduated... Uh, when did I graduate? It was August of September 21. August and September of 21 about is when I graduated from. And I started getting claims more or less right off, right off that. I was a, I've been a, I was a police officer for 21 years and I was still a cop when I went through IA path and I was just kind of uh, pacing myself through there. And then when I got graduated, I started uh, contacted just like we kind of go with out of the out of the class and stuff start contacting some firms i started getting some interest and they're like hey you know how how much you're looking for i said i just want to get my feet wet because i'm still a cop right now and i just kind of want to figure some stuff out well my feet got drenched very quickly and they started uh liking what i do they started enjoying it so my retirement came a little quicker than i was expecting but i love it and that's an amazing that's an amazing thing like hey i think i'm gonna do my other job longer and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I got to speed this up. You oh, know, absolutely. it's absolutely. Yeah. It's, so but, yeah, I'm in, I'm Kansas. I'm Kansas. So I'm, I'm around Kansas, Oklahoma. I go a little bit in Nebraska. So, I mean, I'm a little bit everywhere, but I, I'm all over the state of Kansas right now. So, yes. Yeah, that's that's some good coverage area. A lot of driving there. You're another runner. <laughs> a lot yes, of sir. driving. <laughs> so, Chad, I know a lot of people are sitting there going, what in the world? How did Chad go from zero to hero so fast? and have to quit his job to jump over. And we'll get to that. Um, but I mean, really start, take me back to before you ever got a claim. And why did you decide to become an IA? <laughs> it was kind of a, a fluky deal. Uh, you, you hit that 20 year mark as a cop and I loved being a police officer. There was nothing bad about it or I don't regret anything with it. I still, I, I miss it still today. I'm mean, just dealing with the people and stuff, but you start getting that itch at 20 years. I still feel young. I just hit 50. So I knew that I could get a little pension from the city and start working another job and start a different career. So I just started actually Googling uh, on the internet, you know, good retirement jobs for cops, blah, blah, blah. And they uh, came across the, an appraiser thing. And I came across, of all, all people, Matt Allen's uh, Adjuster TV and just kind of roll with that. And that led me to you. And then I started looking at your, your classes and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I told my wife, I said, I think I want to give this a try. This looks like a gig that will slide in easy from the, the cop thing to, to do with this. I dealt with cars all the time. I dealt with accidents all the time. I dealt with fatalities with accidents and stuff. You know, and there, I know there's all kinds of niches that you can get with the IA path here and stuff or in the auto appraising career and stuff. So it was just a natural slide over for me, really. So cool. So you make it sound way too easy uh, for all those people out there who are like, Oh my gosh, I'm trying to break in, Chad. What in the world? So 
why don't you share what was your hardest part about getting started? I'm telling you, the, the hardest part for me was after I got started was uh, just figuring out. I, I didn't know what a impact bar and absorber was. I mean, I, I've changed the oil, the spark plugs, the batteries in the car and stuff, but I didn't know all the ins and outs. That was very overwhelming for me. Uh, in in the fact that I'm doing an estimate, I'm trying to replace these parts, and I don't even know where the hell these parts go sometimes. So uh, that part for me was overwhelming. That came with time and just practice and just uh, doing doing more estimates and stuff. But you guys made this really simple. You laid out the groundwork for the firms we need to contact. I mean, I have I, I hear a lot of people complain, hey, I, I can't find work. Uh, you know, there's there's no work out there for me. Since I started when I was a cop and I have and I finally retired, I have not had more than one day in the past 14 months where I've not had a claim. And unless I've scheduled it that way, and I've scheduled some days that way for vacation and stuff. But I mean, I've had I've had business every day and it's been a plethora or plenty of business, too. So. Well, that's really cool. And I and I'm sure your coverage area has something to do with it because I remember we've had some other students in years past. I'm talking like four or five years ago who were in Kansas and they decided to move on to property or something. And and people are like, Do you have anybody else in Kansas? And I'm like, No, there's nobody else in Kansas uh who knows about this career. I don't think. Well, that's really cool. Um, and you know, it's it's interesting because every time I, I talk with a, a graduate, like what was the hardest part? It's almost always a different answer. I'm like, different people have different pieces that uh, cause them to struggle. But the good news is, hey, you, that means you don't have to know everything. Nobody does. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's all about learning on the job in some ways. I feel like I learned every day, 13, 14 years, whatever it is now in this industry from you guys in the community. And I'm like, oh, there's just so much to know. And, and that's part of the joy of this job. So that's really cool to hear you say that. Um, oh, trust me. When I started as a cop, I had no idea what the credit I was doing on my first day out there either. So that was even a scarier uh, deal then. The, the appraising stuff's very simple compared to that one. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that's true. Uh, what am I supposed to do with this gun? I don't know. Keep it in the holster. That's what you're supposed to do with you know That's exactly it. Yes. Yeah. So, how, what, was your, what was your first claim? How did you get it? And what was it like? <laughs> My first claim was through SCA. Uh, it was one of those that I said, hey, just give me some stuff to play with. It was a total loss was my first claim. So I was scared to death and I had no idea what I was doing out there more or less on the first time. So when I when I came home, I, I took probably 65 pictures on my first car. So I took a little extra just to cover my tail and I still forgot to do a measurement on my first claim also. So I had to go back out there as well. So, I mean, it was just getting into the groove, getting into the habit of doing stuff that the claim part of it, I mean, the estimate probably took me three hours to do just because I, I didn't want to mess something up. I'm trying to impress people. I'm trying to get more work and stuff. So, but everybody that I've dealt with from IPAT to every, every firm I've, I've worked with has been so, I mean, it's just, everybody's so helpful, so nice. And, and they've been, they've been great. I, I mean, I learned a long time ago as a cop, you're, you're nice to the dispatchers. If you're not nice to the dispatchers, you get the crap calls. I mean, and it's no different here. I can tell you right now, every Monday, I send messages out there, but hey, hope everybody's having a great Monday. You know, I, I'm available for claims this week, you know, shoot my way or whatever, you know, make sure, wish them happy holidays. I mean, that goes along. They are so appreciative of that because I hear so much from them, like, you know, 
you know, we don't hear that from anybody. And, and you know, sometimes everybody's always cranky with us. And so they, they love to hear that sometimes too. So it'll go a long way with you. I was a dispatcher for a firm before and, and like, yeah, y- you remember the ones who give you a hard time and like, Oh yeah. Who am I going to give this claim to? <laughs> Absolutely. Who, am I going to get lip from them when I give them this claim or am I not? That's <laughs> the question I'm asking myself. Uh, right. That's, that's really cool. So now that you've got claims and you you're in it over a year now, you've been working mm-hmm. nonstop for 14 months. You said, what's your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge which I'm starting to, in the past few months, I have slowed that down a bit. My, my biggest challenge was travel. And it wasn't that I didn't enjoy travel because I got paid for the travel. The travel was great and stuff. It was travel would always set me back from my regular claims and then finding time to do them when I got home kind of stuff. So as long as I have my claims here in in city or within that 60 mile kind of radius where I can jump back pretty quick, or I do, my, I do all my claims on site. Uh, I mean, I'll do the I'll do the estimate and do my claim on site and I'll, I'll ride it there on site. But when I travel and stuff, sometimes that I'm not afforded that luxury to do. And so that kind of tells me behind. I've learned to say no uh, to some of the people uh, for these long distance, for these two to three hour trips, you know, away. And that has cleared my slate a lot in for opening up uh, a lot more around here, making my my cycle time a heck of a lot lower, making my play time with my wife, my kids and stuff a lot higher too, so, which has been great. So. It's really, you know, it's something we've started saying over the past few years because we see that a lot. There's a lot of struggle with like, how do I balance this thing? Now that I've got the work, I, I found that I can survive. How do I now thrive in this job and sustain it over the next 10, 20 years? Because yeah, I can't maintain this crazy pace this frenetic pace forever um so are you doing heavy equipment or are you just doing auto or i'm doing i'm doing heavy equipment i'm doing rvs i'm doing specialties i'm doing autos i broken into a property a little bit i'm doing a lot of scope and photo on property i haven't done it i played with now i've played with the exact exact so i know how to use it and stuff i have not gotten but i've gotten a lot of scope and photos on the property side of it which has been fun i've dealt with some uh that, that was the one thing. There's one thing I can go back to that I was kind of nervous about in going into this is I always heard nightmares uh, from other appraisers from insurance agents and then just kind of the rumor mill about shop owners and roofers. Like, hey, you are going to butt heads so hard. You know, they, they believe this way. They're on the insurance side. You're going to be on this side. You're going to fight with them. I have had nothing but cooperation with 99% of everybody I've dealt with. I mean, they're out there just to, to make the customer happy, just like you're out there for it. So, I mean, they're not out there to screw anybody over for the most part. So, and the roofers have been fantastic that I've done with the property guys. I mean, they've been, I, I tell them, I was like, Hey, I'm a rookie. You know, I was like, I, any advice you can give me and any tips you can give me on the stuff. And they'll sit there and they take their time and guide me through all the hail dance and stuff that I'm getting up there or, or the, if I'm doing floods, I've done floods inside that I've scoped too. So, I mean, it's been, it's been great. It's it's been really easy. I think it's been too easy for me so far, which is kind of scary, but I mean, the transition <laughs> over, I mean, it's been well, fantastic. That's, that's kind of like our core belief is like you start an auto, you move to heavy equipment because now you're not just clicking buttons. You're now having to do research. You're having to uh, yeah. not always know the answers. It's not cookie cutter on every claim, mm-hmm. you know, and then, from there, you move into property claims, and it's just you're not having to learn the other 98 things you already got good at. It's like now I'm just learning this process and this thing. I already know how to talk to an insured. I already know how to talk with shops or roofers. It's really the kind 
same kind of feel. So yeah. I think that that's so cool to, to hear that you're doing that as well. That's just like uh, amazing. So oh, yeah. what is your favorite and least favorite part of being an I? Favorite's easy. It's, I mean, it's my, the reason it was so easy to slide from a cop to an IA was that uh, the empathy portion of it was very simple for me. I'd go on and I'll try to make this short because I told you I wouldn't ramble. But when, when I go into a burglary, uh, I can tell usually within two minutes of walking there whether I have a chance of solving this crime or not. And no matter what, though, I know that that person feels like a victim. They, they, you know, their world's just got turned upside down. So I give them my professionalism to the, the highest extent. I make sure that they know I'm going to do everything I can to try to, you know, figure this out for them, try to help them in any way, shape or form, just to put myself in their shoes to know their world just got knocked down. And they, I'm not just going to say, you know what, we're not going to find anybody. So you're just kind of SOL here. And it's the same way with dealing with people with, you know, who've been in a wreck or an accident, you know, whether they got hurt or it's just their, their work car that got damaged or it's their, you know, 2022 Mercedes Benz that just got hammered by a bus or something like that. I mean, e either way, it's just, it's just, it's very easy for me to slide into the spot and to, uh, I guess, feel the, the pain that they feel in that part. I, I, I guess I, I enjoy that part because I still get to have that that kind of communication, that kind of camaraderie with my clients or my customers out there to where they get that feeling like, hey, I, this guy actually cares. This guy actually appreciates what, you know, what he's doing. He appreciates me. And I I haven't butted heads with anybody on anything yet. It's, I'm, it's 100 percent because of that. I know. So my least favorite. Yeah. What's <laughs> the least favorite, Jack? Come on, get real here. <laughs> Well, my least favorite, I, I enjoy every part of this job, but my least favorite is I've learned that the same car accident, <laughs> the same car accident, if I take it to mom and pop shops, they're going to fix this car beautifully and well done. And I'm going to have maybe a 15 line estimate out of this. But if they take it to this shop over here, it's going to be done the same way, more or less, but I'm going to have a 110 line estimate where I'm going to have to be matching all the R&Is that are going on or the blends and all the extras that come into play and stuff. That is my least, my least favorite is the, the shops that definitely go by dealership guidelines a lot, which is everybody's got their own way of doing it. But uh, when they start doing that and uh, the estimates go 110 to 150 so big line, supplements. Yes. Big supplements are your least favorite. Absolutely. I, that's my, my, my wish is that every, every shop, but this would never happen, but every shop and insurance company would have like this page like, Hey, this is how we're going to do this. This is how it's done here. And it'd be done every, everything there. I mean, it'd be simple for us, but eh. I still like it though. <laughs> we can, we can still hope and pray that one day there will yes. be more alignment there for sure. <laughs> I mean, that's what the, the manufacturer guidelines are for is to help with that, but there's still so much gray area that we face and tension oh. that, that comes in between us, the shop, the insurance company, and it's like, oh, and the insured, sometimes they have a whole different wish as well. Uh, so have, it's like, you're kind of pulled everywhere there. Yeah, that's where, I mean, that's my cop thing. I mean, we, we had so much discretion as a cop, whether you wrote the ticket, you know, whether you, you knocked a couple of miles per hour off of it and stuff. And I think the shops definitely have that discretion where they kind of play with it and then take advantage of that sometimes and stuff. But that's just my, my how horse complaint. And I'm, I still nope. love them though. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's good. So um, where are you hoping to go in our industry long-term? You're, you're 12, 14 months in, you're in auto heavy equipment. You started dabbling in property. Where are you trying to go? Or are you like, no, this is what I want to do. 
Nope. I've had, I've had a franchise or, or I've had a firm already contact me about franchising and stuff. I don't think I'm there at that spot where I want to do that yet, but that is definitely in the next two to three years. That's something I would like to do is uh, start my own franchise and roll with it. Another thing, and I, I talked to this at one of your job fairs that you put on uh, back in July of 21, I think was your first one. But when uh, I think there's a big avenue out there and I'm all for, I, I, I got a, my college education and it did absolutely nothing for me. I mean, I, I did, college was great. I got a good experience for that, but it didn't do anything as far as for my job. I got an extra $80 a month from my job for getting a college education is what I got, but I learned everything else on the streets and throughout experience and stuff. And so I'm, I'm kind of a, maybe in a, a weird spot here, but I, I think college is a bit overrated with, where we are going in life instead of maybe getting some real hands-on training for people. So I, I think I, I would love to at least offer it to uh, young kids who are ambitious uh, coming out of high school and stuff, looking for, you know, a way to get their, at least get their lives going. If this is something they want to, because this is a profitable career. If you want to play with, if you're a hard worker and you're good with, uh, good with people and stuff, this is an easy job to make crazy money. And, and I, I've talked to my son-in-law about it. He's super interested in it. And it's just, I think it's a, a big window that possibly hasn't been dipped into a lot with the high school kids and coming out of high school and just even for summer jobs for them too. And I mean, I would love if I got a franchise or whatever, just to have some some young kids that want to play here in the summer. I'd be all for that. So that, that's definitely some stuff I'd like to dabble in coming up here next year anyway. Oh, that's super cool, man. That gets me excited. That's really cool. So uh, when you're talking, let's pretend you're talking to those kids or Chad before he retires and he's looking to become an independent adjuster. Any parting piece of advice that you'd give the Chad at the beginning or that high school student? Be nice. I mean, I'm telling you, I know with dispatchers, it, 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 it does mean a lot in just being nice to them, being nice to the people and understanding that these people's worlds have been turned upside down or their insurance company has delayed their car rental or whatever. So they, they have nowhere to go here for a while. And just being nice and understanding and putting effort into your reports goes so far. I, I'm, I know I'm the overdo it guy, but I mean, I write my reports for my, my summaries on all of my estimates that I throw into CCC, I mean, are, are good three quarter page long. I dictate them because that's what I learned as a cop. But I mean, I go with my first paragraph. I, I go with, you know, what the accident was, what happened. My next paragraph is where the POI was or the point of impact. And then I go with the damages. Then I go with the UPD. Then I go with the open items and I kind of summarize it at the end on what I did with photos. And if I got registration, if the owner was there. So a lot of these, I get, I see these templates coming out, you know, Hey, you know, we need to make sure we're covering this, but I mean, I'm covering all this on every claim I do. So, and the, when the adjusters get this or the insurance companies, one, I get super kudos about it a lot, but two, also when I make mistakes, they usually take care of that stuff for me because I've, I've given them such a great picture of what exactly happened here too. So, I mean, they it's just putting the it's effort and being nice. I mean, get you so far in life. So that's my, we might have to host a special session with Chad. I'm saying this live, so I'm putting him on the spot, but we might have to host a special se session with you for the community. 
about oh, yeah. just report writing and, and, you know, kind of sharing your template. And I know you've mentioned it before, but I think yeah. too often things get buried in the community because there's so much great stuff, so many questions coming out that I think, you know, that would be awesome to kind of share your process with that to other people who can learn from it. So if you're up for that, I'd be all up for that. That's really exciting. Oh, um, absolutely. I've, I've seen it from one of your reports um, that I firm was giving you kudos on. And it was like, what is this? This is, I've never done this. Like, this is amazing. So yeah, <laughs> you really do have a good process there. And uh, it's cool to hear the results of that, that it really has helped. Oh yeah. That's awesome. So, <laughs> all right. So be nice people, be nice. Don't move too many people's cars. That's not too nice, but if you do, it's gotta be good fun and people you're familiar with. Uh, and Chad, where do you cover one more time? Where do you cover? Uh, what kind of claims do you cover and how can people get in contact with you? I, I will do the whole gamut of everything. I will try it, even if I haven't done it. But I'm in Kansas. I dip in Oklahoma here as well. I also have a few I go up to in Nebraska. But auto, I do property right now with scoping. But I would love if somebody wants to throw me some exactment stuff. I'm ready to roll with that too. But uh, heavy equipment, RVs, I do specialties. I do motorcycles. I do a little bit of everything. So I am open for game for whatever. And if I don't know how to do it, I'll definitely learn how. So. Chris, awesome. I, I let me throw this in here at the end though, but I, I cannot thank you enough and the guys at IAPath because anybody who's going through IAPath, and this is not, I guess I'm giving kudos here to Chris big time, but I mean, this has been the most easy system with so many crazy helpful people there. I mean, with with Brad, I mean, Kobe, Kobe calls me still just to check in on me, just see how things are going. And you and Brad, anytime I text, are just there at a moment's notice. So, I mean, I can't thank you guys enough. I mean, you guys started my second career for me, made it so easy for me. So I appreciate it. We love hearing that that's what it's done because that's, that's what we're about. You know, that we really do want to help new IAs get work, whether you're coming first career, second career, third career, you know, we've had third career people come in. So, man, I, I, it means a lot. And yeah, Brad and Kobe are like, it's ridiculous. I mean, the whole community to me, oh, yeah. it's like, Without everybody in the DNA that's in that community, I, this thing doesn't work. There's no way I could do it. it we're, we're so far past me. It's like, there's it's no way. It's you guys. And you guys make us look great by going out there, doing amazing reports. We didn't teach him how to do uh, that well. Uh, and so he's showing us up. And uh, now he's going to come back and teach us all and help us be better. But Chad, thanks so much for your time tonight. I know you're busy. I appreciate you uh, sharing your story with others to inspire them. And keep walking your path, man, and claiming your life. Thanks, Chris. You too, man. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath, claim your life.